Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories. This week, Zach Roberts is a UN man currently living on Wallamatagal land, Darug country. He's a historian currently struggling through a PhD about the relationships between Indigenous and Jewish people in Australia since 1788. Zach has previously worked in museums, education and as a pizza delivery driver. He performed this story at Blacktown Arts Centre as part of Colour Me Queer, an all-First Nations lineup curated by Stephen Lindsay Ross and hosted by Neville Williams-Boney. In 2014, I briefly dated a girl that in no particular order broke my heart, gave me shingles and got me arrested in Thailand airport. (laughs) This story actually begins with another breakup, so in case you hadn't gotten it, um, 2014 was a really bad year for me. I was 18 and I got broken up with in a Facebook post. (laughs) Just letting everyone know I'm single now, they said. Thumbs up emoji, laugh emoji. Like, cool, thanks for letting me know, I guess. Um, And I was 18, so this was obviously the end of the world. And my only solace was a friend of mine, and we're going to call her Karen. (laughs) I guess you can all see where this is going. So Karen and I had known each other for a while. Um, She was straight, she had a boyfriend. They'd been together for years, and they, they really had their shit together. By comparison, at that time, I was a hot mess. I was a newly single lesbian, fully considering a life of excessive cat ownership. I hadn't yet realised that one, I'm not a lesbian, because two, I'm not a woman. Um, And that's probably why I was a hot mess. So Karen and I, we started to spend a lot of time together. Um, We texted each other constantly. We got together to watch uh, Orange is the New Black and other hot hits of 2014. Um, She gave me song recommendations that, to this day, I still hate. So it was a real hoot, overall. And then, about a month after that Facebook post, Karen told me three things. First, she's lesbian. Second, she's in love with me. And third, she's breaking up with a boyfriend because she wants to be with me. And this was not how things were supposed to be going. And I told her that. I said, I'm not interested. And she somehow convinced me that not only was I interested, but I was actually in love with her too. Um, We had so much in common, after all. You know, we were perfect together. Of course I was in love with her. It just, it really made sense. And so we started dating. And it was awful. (laughs) While she was an excellent friend, she was a really, really bad partner. I was so stressed that I ended up with a hardcore case of shingles, which was just really not ideal at that point in my life. So I broke up with her on a Saturday morning at her house. And she lived in this real fancy part of town that looked like it came right out of 1950s America. You know, all the houses looked the same and neatly clipped lawns and everyone who lived there was white and either worked in an office or was a cop. And so me and my falling apart 1990 Holden just really didn't fit in. And looking back on it now, this is probably why I was on the receiving end of some really dirty looks. 
So I broke up with her this Saturday morning and I immediately booked myself on a trip to Thailand through one of those intrepid top deck type tour things. In all honesty, it was not my best financial decision, um, but I had some savings and I figured that I, um, I deserved something nice now that I was once again single and had you know, gotten over my case of shingles. Um, Thailand and I have a good relationship. Um, I like it there, it's chill, the people are nice, and as a historian I can spend all day looking at really old temples and not get bored. Um, the fact that you can also get stupid amounts of mango for like $1 is also very appealing. So I fuck off to Thailand in December of 2014, expecting this to be a really nice, chill, temple and mango-filled two-week holiday. Color me shocked when I rock up at Sydney Airport and Karen is sitting there at the gate, also going to Bangkok. Um, coincidence? Maybe, but I was really mad about it. And so we made eye contact. And this was not a Disney Channel original movie moment where we you know, eagerly reunited and put aside our differences and embark on a wonderful holiday together. I can't remember the specifics of the conversation, but it started with me asking what the fuck she's doing there <laughs> and her making some kind of vague excuse. Um, it ended with me finding out that we were sitting next to each other on this flight. <laughs> was this a coincidence? Questionable. Um, what I did know was that this was an eight-hour overnight flight and I was sitting on the aisle seat and I fully intended on sleeping the whole time. So, you know, better find a bathroom now before we get on the flight, Karen, because I ain't getting up once my ass is on that seat. Now, for those of you who don't know me, um, I can be a bit idealistic and very non-confrontational. So I was genuinely hoping that once we got to Thailand, um, she would fuck off somewhere and I could forget about her. Unfortunately, she was also booked on this tour. Coincidence? I'm starting to think probably not. Um, but I was absolutely determined that she would not ruin this holiday. In a foolproof avoidance strategy, I decided to just ignore her entirely. And this seemed to really infuriate her. So in typical Karen fashion, she set out to not only ruin my holiday, but also everyone else's holidays as well. And it started with little slide comments, and then you know, when that didn't work, um, she tried to turn everyone against me with rumours. Unfortunately for her, this wasn't high school, so it didn't work, but it was really, really awkward. And this weird avoidance routine continued for 10 days, and we ended up back in Bangkok. I don't know where she went that night, but I also didn't care. I get to the airport at 6 p.m. It's a bit busy. I'm in line. I'm hungry and exhausted. I'm messaging my mum, telling her I'm in Bangkok airport, and all seems to be going smoothly. Mum doesn't fuck around either, so she obviously brought up Karen. She goes, you know, where's Karen? No idea, I said. Also don't care. I get to the desk, hand over my ticket, my passport. Lady there is typing away, frowning. She checks my passport again, frowns some more. You're Isaac Roberts, she asked. Yeah. She's looking back and forth from my passport to the computer. Are you travelling with anyone? No. More frowns. She keeps typing away. And then she picks up the phone and she calls someone. No idea what she's saying because she's speaking Thai, obviously. But the tone of the conversation just really didn't spark joy. Next thing I know, these airport security people are gesturing for me to follow them. And it was really weird because they were all on these Segway scooter things and I have little legs, so I'm like jogging to keep up. <laughs> and we end up in this room with a table and I'm really confused about what's going on. And they start asking me all these questions, which is stressful because of the situation, but also because I'm deaf, English is not their first language. And so there was this barrier of communication was really not working in our favor. And we go back and forth for ages. You know, you aren't with anyone? No. And then they bring up Karen. What's she got to do with anything, I ask? You're listed as her guardian, they say. Where's Karen? 
I don't know where she is. Because we aren't travelling together. What do, you, what, what do you mean I'm her guardian? More frowning from them, I'm starting to like, re-catastrophise the situation in my head. Will I ever leave Bangkok? Am I going to prison? Is this some kind of border security prank show? Do I need a lawyer? Should I call the Australian Embassy? You know, I'm really panicking, and so I start doing these silly little breathing exercises a therapist taught me years before. And to my absolute annoyance, they were actually really effective. <laughs> So when these airport police fellas turn back to me and maybe 20% calmer than before and possibly 10% less sweaty, they ask me about Karen. How do I know her? What I mean when I say we aren't travelling together. And so I tell them the whole story and I start crying. It's messy. They don't even bring me a tissue. And then there's a knock on the door. The original lady from the check-in desk is there. Turns out Karen has decided to grace the airport with her presence. And when she was asked about how, well, whether we knew each other at the check-in desk, she said, yeah, but we booked separately. I changed my seat. It's no big deal. There was lots of frowning, but I get my passport back, which in itself brings my stress levels back down. And they give me a minute to get cleaned up in the bathroom, and then I get escorted to the gate on one of those airport car things. And on the way there, this security guy finally answers some questions. So Thailand, I learn, has some pretty strong laws about minors travelling alone. I was 18, but Karen at the time was still 17, and so when she decided to, you know, follow me to Thailand, she put on her all of her travel documents that I was her guardian because she knew everything about me. And so I was being held because on paper I was being negligent for child, you know, endangerment by not knowing where my underage charge was. There seems to be something else going on, this airport security guy says. But you're both here and you're getting on the flight, so it's fine. Not so sure I'd call this situation fine, uh, but my seat did get upgraded to business class, so cheers for that, I guess. So that was 2014. You know, I finally you know, processed that maybe these events are why it took so long for me to start dating again. Um, but anyway, be careful and don't ever travel with your ex. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out Queer Stories on Patreon, where you can support the project for as little as $1 per month. Follow Queer Stories on Facebook for news and event updates. And follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter and Instagram. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.